This podcast contains themes that some listeners may find upsetting. Listener discretion is advised. This is Anthems. I'm Jules von Hepp. Pop my name into Google and you'll see hundreds of articles about how to achieve the perfect flawless tan or about how my global self-tan brand, The Isle of Paradise, is taking the beauty industry by storm. I'm also a co-host of the Feel Good podcast, Jules and Sarah. On Instagram, I'm a body positive activist. I don't take life too seriously, and I love to teach anyone who follows me that you don't need much to have fun. I live in London, although originally I'm from Yorkshire. I'm 33 years old, and I'm a gay, left-handed vegetarian who loves anything embossed, has a weakness for Katy Perry, and goes nuts for the ridiculous. Think Ken Dodd meets Joan Rivers, minus the surgery babes. My word of the day is proud. I want to know if you're proud of who you are. Like, really, be honest with me here. Do you wake up every single day and say, hell yes, bitches, I am proud? Pride is surely something that we have to achieve. Do we have to measure our accomplishments against others or against standards that have been set for us in order to feel like we've achieved? Am I proud of who I am today? Oh, yes. Have I always been proud of who I am? Actually, no. Surely pride is reflective of the journey I have been on. My sexuality has never been something I was ever proud of growing up. In fact, it was something that I wished would just go away. I didn't want to be different. Name calls on the street, teasing on the school bus. That word fag said to me over and over and over. I hated it. Looking back, this merely reflects the times I grew up in and also the narrow viewpoints of the name callers in the surroundings I was in. A friend's boyfriend once spat on me and called me fag under his breath on the street. Sometimes I stare into the distance and just think, did that really happen to me? I became so insecure over every aspect of who I was, entering my 20s incredibly fragile and embarrassed. I never wanted to be known for my sexuality or my appearance. Surely I am more than that. I hated my body in my 20s. I know how it feels to loathe your own reflection. I hated that my stomach wobbled. I hated that my face wasn't chiselled. I was obsessed with the number on the weighing scales, believing that my existence and purpose was defined by my weight and by that number. I found going out to meet people in a romantic sense of the word really difficult. I felt like I was being judged solely on my appearance, like my value and contribution to my existence was based on my physical being alone. I avoided going to gay bars unless I was in a big group. The moment I walked in, I just always felt this wave of shame and disgust towards myself and how I looked. I was in a mental comparison spiral. Why don't I have that skin, those legs, that flat stomach? Why do I have this? I would repeatedly tell myself how disgusting I was every minute and I'd get home and physically grab my body in front of the mirror and say mean things to myself. At 21, I developed an eating disorder and became incredibly aware of diet culture and tumbled into every single trap that it laid out for me. In a way, I think the universe then chucked me one big old favour. 
I fell into a job as a spray tanner. And I know what you're thinking, babes, a spray tanner. But this quickly escalated to me being the spray tanner for celebrities and television shows to use. I was being flown around the world with A-list clientele, working on TV shows including The X Factor, Strictly Come Dancing, and The Crown. Being around countless naked bodies and hearing each individual's hang-ups about their appearance was like a beam of spiritual light being shone down on me day after day. I heard clients apologise for their tummies when I saw nothing wrong with how they looked. Some would apologise for cellulite when I just saw warmth. Apologise for their weight when I saw them show kindness. When I left my client after an appointment, I realised I was never remembering their appearance. But actually, I remembered their personality, their overall demeanour. I wasn't defining another human being on their appearance, so why was I valuing myself on my appearance alone? I started to sympathise with myself, realising that how I felt about my body is my choice. Just because I hated my body didn't mean that that was reality. That was just how I was choosing to think. Stripped back, my feelings towards my appearance are a combination of my own DNA and my learned social behaviour. I wasn't being booked by my clients to give spray tans based on my appearance. I was being booked for my skill set, for my personality, for who I was as a whole being. The ship slowly started to turn and every apology for a body made me wake to the epidemic of national body hatred. What is with this? We need to start loving our appearance. I realised I needed to be nicer to myself, to be kinder to myself, to level with the negative voice that comes in my head telling me I'm fat, that I'm ugly, that I don't look like the model in the advert or that man over there in the club. I stopped focusing on the negative and reminded myself of everything I've learned on my journey. I tell myself the truth. I'm fragile but I'm also worthy, I'm sensitive, I'm funny, I'm kind, and I'm proud. The universe had a final lesson for me to learn. A few years ago, I was violently and homophobically attacked in a gay nightclub on Canal Street in Manchester. I was picked at random by two strangers and beaten. When something like this happens, you question everything. Was it something I was doing? Was it something I was wearing? Was it my haircut? Maybe I was wearing too much makeup. When someone enters your safe space and crushes it, mentally, it's a lot to take on board. I took a huge amount of time out and still have to reflect on what this did to me. Writing about this, talking about this is not easy, but the more we talk, the more we unite and understand. I'm an optimist, and as random as this may seem, the attack was a tipping point in who I am. My friend told me that I would rise like a phoenix from the ashes. And honestly, at the time, I couldn't see the wood for the trees. My body was so bruised, my mind completely shattered. I didn't understand how it would ever be me again. But it happened. I rose. I'm so lucky to be alive. I launched my own self-tan brand, The Isle of Paradise, months after the attack and realised I had to use my position in this world for good to channel my energy into helping others, to be the person I didn't have as a role model growing up. I want people to like, and if they can, love how they look. The following year, for the first time in my life, I went to Gay Pride. 
I stood with my new boyfriend who is now my fiance and I had goosebumps all over my skin. Listen babes, I wasn't on a float and I wasn't wearing lycra with wings. Kudos to those who were, it was a cold day, but I was present. Pride isn't something that you're born with. For me, it took a long time to share my pride. My pride is that I leave my house every day grateful for all those before me who left their house when being who they truly were wasn't even legal. For those who fought for my pride, who sacrificed for my pride, I want to make others proud, proud that I'm fighting in the corner of body justice, proud that I have learned from my journey, fighting in the corner of inclusion, of kindness and for true individuality. I want to help others like who they are. If there's one piece of advice I can leave you with, it's that life is too short to hate how you look. You are not defined by your appearance. You are not the number in the back of your clothes or how thick your hair might be. You are not a trend. Who you are is so much more than a new handbag or a pair of shoes. You have the power to bring joy, kindness and light to your own life and others. Be true to your core beliefs and remember, it's all part of your journey. Be proud of who you are. Proud. Feeling deep pleasure or satisfaction as a result of one's own achievements and or qualities. If you've been affected by the themes in this podcast, check out the episode description for information, resources and support lines.